ten. Join us on Facebook Live if you've got your food head on this morning. As we say hi to our mate, welcome back or live from Stanley, Chef Neil Tomes. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much for having me on again, Phil. Oh, it's not like it's a like bottom Definitely. of the barrel job. I love having you on the program. Top, <laughs> chef, top, top it's, it's a lovely, it's a lovely day here in Stanley as well. Big, big, nice blue sky. Yeah, I'll tell you what, be, uh, before we you know, go, because Friday also is food day and it's it's sport mm. day with Danny and it's also movie day. And I was just getting um getting in, um uh, a couple of texts this morning from a mate who's a big football fan. Yeah. Um, United yeah. got beat by Sheffield at home. They were already relegated. Uh, shocking. Spurs got beat last night by the granny stabbing Scousers. What does that mean? Yeah, so it's <laughs> so basically, I think that's directed at me. Um, yeah, it's it's not just food day; it's also yeah, Liverpool beat Spurs three one day, so that's fantastic. Not for you. We've been on a we've been on a very poor form uh, in the last four or five games. So oh, yeah. good to it's good to get back. Anyway, anyway, this is not a sports show. Back to Buns. Where are you this morning? It looks lovely. Wait, join us on Facebook Live if you want to um, say hi to Neil. He's in a swanky joint. I said it's his smoking empire, but you've got so many kitchens to choose from these days. Uh, Where yeah, are you? no, I'm in Beef and Liberty. And, I'm in Beef and Liberty in Stanley. It's, bur- um, it's like wimpy, really, isn't it? It's a burger joint. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is a, this is it, it's yeah, it's wimpy on steroids. Wimpy on um, steroids, yeah, that's the one. This is a lovely. I mean, it's a lovely space. It's also it's also nice. It's right on the. Um, Right on the sort of pavilion area, so it gets a nice get a nice buzz at the weekend. And I haven't stuff. been down there in ages. Stanley's Stanley's a wonderful place to hang out. Is it is it all is it still yeah. lovely down there? Yeah, it's very very nice. I mean, I think they've fancied up the shopping mall a bit. Yeah, um, but it's great. There's it. I mean, I feel sorry for the guys on uh, in here because there's there's actually so many restaurants along the seafront. Yeah, but you choose, um, don't you? Yeah, no. What I mean is, it's just you know during this whole sort of pandemic and no, no um, evening dining and all that. Oh, he's got a lot of them are independent. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are independent. So um, it, it it's it must be uh, well. I mean, I know I know for a fact it's it's a struggle, but um, hopefully we're we're getting over the um, over the hill with regard to to that. Well, it's it's it's, it's not about it's not about COVID or anything really. We're talking about rules and regulations. So what you mean is, hopefully, you mm. can open after six pm, regardless of yeah. biology. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Hey, I was talking to I was talking to Chef Matt in San Francisco last week. Such a cool guy, and he. You'll laugh at this because obviously a lot yeah, of re- yeah. the rest, restaurants have to do takeaway stuff and everything because they just do. And I said, yeah. when this all yeah. finishes. Are you going to carry on doing take? And before I finish, he's like, "How dare you! Absolutely no way! My food!" Blah, 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 blah. I thought you'd get a kick out of that one because you're like, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, no, because it's really interesting. You, you know, you've got some really swanky restaurants now, like two star, two star Michelin joint they, that, must, that are that actually must irk doing them so much. Neil, take out food. I bet you it does, and it's it's a shame because you know I've been to a few of these places and, and the food's fantastic, but it kind of needs to be. Served sort oh, of, uh, you know, a la, a la minute. Uh, it's like it's like if you've got a wonderful orchestra, and uh, yeah. you know the Berlin Philharmonic can say, "Oh, can you do it round at my house?" You know, it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. say, yeah, it's not yeah, good. no, it, anyway. it is. And I, I, uh, I, do you know what? I, I missed the show last week. I'm going to go back and uh, 
and check that out because he sounds he, he sounds a, a pretty cool guy. So he's, he's a brilliant guy. And the restaurant's called Twenty Five Lusk. Yeah. It's an old meat packing factory in in San Francisco. Oh wow! But the guy's so down to earth. I mean, he's your kind of man. Have a listen. We didn't do video, but have a listen. You, you know, you know, you. It's uh, Hong Kong's sadly lacking in sort of really cool historical buildings wow. like that. Unfortunately, that can get that can get turned into you know really unique places. One of the ones I saw was out on the way to I think um, um, Sai Kung. You know, there's an old TVB building. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that. That's out there. That looks really cool. It looks a bit retro. Actually, I always wondered what yeah. they would do with that. I don't know. Turn it into a uh, you know an organic market. I think I think turn it into a pile of rubble yeah, is probably yeah. more possible. Well, that's going. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. But yeah, it's, that sounds fascinating. I'll, I'll take a look at that. All right then. Well, look, let's get into a little bit of food this morning. It's nice to catch mm. up because we haven't seen each other face to face for a long time. Hello, I wonder why. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, but so here we are. Join us on Facebook Live if you've got any food questions. I mean, I think people are probably cooking seriously more than they have done in their lives yeah. at the moment. I mean, I think this is a fact, isn't it? I mean, I think delivery is doing well, but also a lot of these um, companies that have a retail, um, a delivery, uh, home delivery um, are definitely, from, from the people I know that are doing it, that's actually keeping them afloat. Well, they have to. So it's, 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 it's great. And if you, can, you can probably judge it from the amount of... Um, the amount of home sort of chefs showing recipes on Instagram. Which is great. It's brilliant. No, I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, and challenging uh, uh, good likes of Gordon Ramsay to a... Uh... Yeah, you're quite right. We're seeing a lot of so-called, you know, ordinary people. Not Celebrity chefs, yeah. that's a different issue altogether. But you learn so much. The lady's teaching you how to do Greek food or something, and she's just got some fairly low-key YouTube channel. Boy, oh, boy, it works. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's not in some pre-built um, kitchen made specifically to film in and you know there's yeah, there's someone off at the side taking taking the dishes away and someone else <laughs> washing them it's nice nice to actually see a little bit more um reality sorry yeah i've just lost your picture there but now you're back Yay. yeah sorry i just got a someone tried to call um <coughs> don't call. Oh, yeah so i'm um <coughs> i'm um i'm enjoying that because you actually learn a, a, a quite a substantial amount because you know when you're ta taught to cook or when you learn to cook, yeah. you know there's there's a specific process that most chefs go by, but these little workarounds that you find that you get um, on from Instagram and stuff are actually really cool. I mean, I've got my own workaround. You know, when I when I I've told talked um, lots of times about the the, the sort of three two one. Uh, garlic ginger onion paste i make yeah. yeah but i also then i also then like i'll if i'm if i've got a little bit of time i'll sort of batch cook um saute onions and i'll i'll make that garlic paste and if i've got some extra beef that looks like it's going off a bit i'll i'll basically fry that, that up customers. yeah no no <laughs> <laughs> i'll fry this is I'm, I'm talking about my my cooking at home yeah i'll um i'll i'll basically um, put that in a Ziploc bag and flatten it down. Um, put it on a metal tray, yep. like whatever it is. It could be the onions, the, the minced beef, sauteed minced beef, could be the, the garlic ginger paste. I'll flatten it down um, so it's only like five mil, six mil, seven mil thick. And then when I need some of it, 
I can just take it out I, and I can snap, easily snap a piece off mm. without, defrosting, without defrosting the whole thing. Oh, you're learning to sort of, so, you know, like so, I guess when you were growing up, but your mum makes loads of stuff and it's all in these big boxes in the yeah, freezer and she chainsaws it apart. <laughs> yeah, so I just snap, snap it off and, you know, I'm, I'll probably go do, do a little Instagram post on that called the food files. I'll tell you what, before we... Be- inside a tools cup file. Well, why not? Sorry. Absolutely amazing. Before we started, I said, oh, what are you cooking today? He said, well, I'm doing this br- beef brisket meatloaf. I mean, that does, yes. sound, that does sound rather good. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, I think it comes out in, uh, in, in the necessity because, you know, brisket takes oh, uh, about 16 hours in some cases to cook, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got to sort of you got to sort of dry brine it, which is essentially just salt on on the surface of it, and then you leave it overnight um, in a um, uncovered, and that sort of you know the the salt penetrates into the into the meat and and really seasons it. Yeah, um, makes it a little drier, and then um, and then you can put your flavorings on black pepper, some cayenne, whatever. And very simple one is just salt and black pepper. But then then you know you've got to smoke this, so, and it's not. You don't just like plop it on the the, the green egg and, and walk away. You've got to keep sort of tweaking the temperature. So it was just out of a Driving, way of saying, okay, like th- this this takes this takes a long time too. How can how can I make a, a dish from it that actually sort of stretches the amount of use? So basically, I just oh, got a um, bunch of bunch of our, our beautiful Scottish mints and um, and and bound it with it. Uh, and so you get these nice big chunks of smoked brisket in this in this meatloaf. It's fantastic. So you do need some raw meat. I was wondering how you know cooking with meat that's already been cooked is yes. quite tricky. Yeah, no. Well, basically, you just. I mean, it's already cooked. It's chilled down. You just you, you're mixing it together and you're cooking that straight away. Mm. And you, you're taking it to a temperature where where everything's cooked. So that that's not a problem. It's it's sort of mixing hot, um, cooked and uncooked. And then leaving it. I know what I can ask you about this morning. Well done. You've brought us onto that mm-hmm, topic mm-hmm. of, you know, during the blitz, have to save and put things away. Mm. Well, actually, seriously, things yeah. that we don't know that we want that we wouldn't have needed to keep before. Sometimes we do now. Certain types of cooked vegetables. What kind of things do you use a freezer for? I mean, do you do any weird stuff with herbs in the freezer and ice and stuff like that? So uh, I, I do it with. Uh, the pre-cooked stuff like the ginger sure, paste sure. And, uh, and, and and onions. Um, I tend to keep um, some frozen berries in the freezer. Right. Now, what do you do? Um, because berries, you think they're going to crinkle up. No, but, I mean, the, 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 you can buy them pre- already frozen. So I'll, I'll sort of just bung them in. And they're for like smoothies and added, adding to a bit of uh, yogurt and granola to to um you know put, give 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 some punch to the flavor um i'm trying to think i definitely keep my um if i'm cooking a steak but i don't want a sauce right. at that time i just want it i just want it sort of pretty plain or i've got a sort of chimichurri or some other sauce i'll deglaze the pan with a little red wine yeah and then i'll put that i'll put that in a little container um and and, and pop it in the, in the freezer and each time I do that, I'll just I'll just kind of top it up. 
All right. Well, I see if you see. I mean, I don't know if you've done this. I was talking about herbs, and I'm just curious because some stuff just goes floppy. Think of coriander. I know there's a good way to keep it by putting it yeah. near a window with a with a plastic bag over it yeah, and stuff yeah. in a pot. Yeah. But is that one, for instance, yeah. that you could put in a freezer or just forget it? No. The problem is with a lot of a lot of um, uh, a lot of the herbs. If you put them in the freezer like that, yeah. they'll basically break down and go black. Mm. So they, 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 the cell structure breaks apart. The ones that I, that I, I've not really used too much, but the ones that I think are brilliant, uh, is I think a product that you used to be able to get from Sainsbury's. Oh yeah. Well, when I was in the UK, they're uh, freeze dried um, and frozen chives and mint, and because they're freeze dried and a lot of the water is already taken out, yeah, the crystals don't form and they don't, they don't break down, so they keep their color. Yeah. Those. If anyone, any of your your amazing listeners could um, could give an input on where they're where they're sold in Hong Kong, that would be pretty cool. Well, I've got another question for you. Have you ever, for instance, you know, done something silly like blow up a champagne bottle in the freezer? Oh, oh, I'm literally, I'm yet, I've, I've still got to clean out my freezer <laughs> from the last time I did it. Yeah, I can't think how I know that. Yeah. that and it's such that. a shame, big. Really. It's such a shame because it was this bottle of champagne that the last time I tasted that it was when I um, had a had a restaurant in the BVI and it was the champagne that and you put it in um, the freezer. Had there. Uh, but I, I I mean technically I didn't put it in the freezer, but it was my responsibility or should have been as the as the kitchen guy to take it out. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's what happens. So, you, have, you have people round, you have a party going on, and somebody says, oh, it's a bit warm, put it in the freezer. You have a few yeah. beers, totally forget about the champagne in the freezer, and boom. I'm, I'm still in mourning, and I would never mix beer and champagne. So. <laughs> <laughs> Meths and milk, yes, beer and um, champagne, no. <laughs> uh, and also I keep a, keep a, a chunk of... Um, of um, uh, rough puff pastry that in the made. freezer okay. for when I want to whip up a, 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 a little pie. Uh, definitely always a, a bag of peas, frozen peas. Okay. And they're one, of the veg- they're one of the vegetables that actually is much better. I mean, in, in, in a lot of circumstances, the peas that you get in the supermarket, Indeed. the fresh peas, mm. I've been traveling, certainly because we're in Hong Kong, I've been traveling for a little while, whereas the frozen ones, um, there's some brands that give you a guarantee that they're frozen within two hours of being picked. Yeah. And, and there's a process in, in peas where they sort of, they start to convert starches into sugars or vice versa. And so to get them really fresh mm. like that is, is, is amazing. But I, I need a bag of peas in there because, um, I like my fried rice. Well, you've brought this up before, Neil. You've brought up before, for instance, if you mm. want to do cream spinach or something. You guys always say use the frozen stuff. Gone are the 1980s ah, with, you know, chav fingers and nasty frozen stuff. I mean, you make a point of telling mm. me that this stuff is, it really is flash frozen and it's brilliant to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's convenient. You've got a, a bag of um, frozen spinach cho- uh, uh, pucks in your in your freezer and you can whip up a nice cream spinach in no time or a little palak paneer which um oh, yeah. apparently apparently no indians ever eat it's just 
It's only um, us Westerners that eat palakot. So my Indian friends tell me. All right, mate, we've got to knock it on the head there. If you did, but no, you're giving some good tips this morning. I really appreciate your time. Uh, That's Neil Tomes there, live from a lovely location down in Stanley.